Do you really need social media ads to promote your music today? There is so much of a conversation going on about this. Oh my goodness. And you know what? I am heeding your request to come up with an answer. Let me give you the lay down and layout here on the Daily Jacks. This is Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. Let's get to it, shall we? So there was a story in the digital music news that said music marketers are saying that you need to run social media ads to promote music today. They say that that's how you grow your fan base and that does work for some indie artists. And there are caveats to this, though. Running ads is very expensive. You know, you could do one to two dollars per ad and end up, you know, at the end of the day, paying a lot of money for someone who might not stick with you and might not really even watch your video more than three seconds. I mean, there's a lot of controversy behind this because indie artists don't have a lot of advertising money. This kind of rolls off a story too that I recently did here on the Daily Jacks about Spotify's focus. I mean, is Spotify really releasing indie artist tools to build a fan base or are they just advertising more stuff that you have to buy from them in order to advertise your music on Spotify? I mean, are they really giving you a resource or is this just kind of like a, a, you know, a way to get you rolled into more money or, you know, receiving more money for having your music advertised on there? And at the end of the day, is passive advertising really going to help an indie artist get known? I mean, I personally think that There are lots of social media ads that are run that are so passive that literally they just waste money. It's not like giving your music to a press agent to push it to people that they know, right? Like if you give it to someone, like say um, you hire the AVA Live Radio press team here, right? What we would do is we would take the information around a new single or a new album and we would deliver it personally to all of our network and our friends. And that's a way of starting a conversation, but that's not passive. That is active marketing, right? So that to me makes a lot more sense than passive marketing, which is a lot of stuff that happens on social media where like you ask, you know, you pay per click for Google or Facebook ads or Instagram ads to deliver a piece of your video in front of people that they might or might not hear. The volume might not be on. It might just be subtitles. They might only see three seconds and that counts as a view. But the problem is, is it's so passive that how is that going to brand your image unless you do it really right? And for indie artists today, if they do direct to fan marketing, are they really gaining anything or are they just spinning their wheels because they don't have the marketing basics? They don't really understand the fundamentals about reaching an audience and branding yourself and your music. And that, by by the way, is how people recognize music. So like an indie artist is in a position, in my view, that you are unknown. Nobody knows your sound. Nobody gets you like you get yourself, right? So like you have this product and you have to start making it something that becomes a value to people. 
Now, it's not just a matter of getting your face out there, not just a matter of getting your name. Those scratch the surface and do a very good job, but they don't really breed super fans. Unless you are absolutely gorgeous and your demographic is men of a certain age who like your looks, right? That that could be one way to get people on board to listen to your music, but it doesn't really get super fans because they're going to like your looks and not necessarily like your sound. So then you've got another situation of flocking into individuals who just want to see a picture, right? So the question really becomes, what is it that we need to do as as marketers or as brand new artists to get people interested in the music? And that really just goes back to what we did 10 years ago, which is storytelling. You really have to figure out the demographic of the song, the demographic of the album, and the demographic of the artist. And you have to figure out if all of that appeals to a specific demographic. And if it doesn't, and it's too wide, the what the net has to be narrowed down. Because if it doesn't get narrowed down, you're casting it in front of too much and you're gonna miss your mark. But if you do find that really micro niche and you just aim for a smaller audience, the ads will cost you less and they will net you more results because you are going to land on people who have a higher probability, a higher chance of them absolutely loving what you served up to them. But where I think that we go wrong is most artists don't really know who their demographic is. They don't really understand the song that they wrote as much. And sometimes they're really removed from the new song. Like they've already moved past it and moved on and their minds are not submerged in what's happening in that piece of music. Like if you ask an indie artist to really in-depth describe it, a lot of them will say, well, I would just sooner like, you know, let people figure it out for themselves. Or I would just sooner, they're really vague, right? And perhaps it's because they don't know themselves. They don't know who it appeals to. They just wrote the song and it was a moment in time and the moment has passed, but they like the song and they want to get it out there. You know, it could be just that simple. And as a result, they miss the mark every time because they can't talk about themselves. They can't talk about the song. They can't really identify who it's for and what that feeling was that they were so passionate about when they put those words to music. Now, that moment at which you put the words to music, to me, that's the time you should start marketing because that's when you're most passionate about what's coming out. And all of those moments between that time and when the song actually comes out, even if you are removed from the song when it does release, you've already laid all that groundwork. And those are the juicy treats that fans pick up on to become super fans and watch for that song moving forward. This is a really important concept because I feel like if we got this part right, and I've been pushing this for like literally, I mean, since since the start of YouTube, I've been telling artists that you have to map out the journey. And if you don't, then you're using social media for nothing. You're, you're basically wasting your time because I feel like social media is an ongoing conversation. And a lot of people just use it for the after effect ad. But the after effect ad is not the conversation that's really gonna get people's attention. I'm on a roll here, I know it, because when it comes down to the cost per click rate, if you just put the after like description, just the ad, the promo art up, you're literally killing yourself. You're literally as an indie artist doing nothing because nobody already knows you. Nobody's looking for the music. Nobody's saying, oh, 
that's the release that I already know about. You haven't built anything in their head that connects them to that ad. So therefore, that ad does nothing for you. And that goes back to you need to hire somebody who knows somebody. Because if you don't, what are you doing? You're surface level scratching and you're never really getting down to the story or what connects you to the fans. A lot of this happened even, you kind of saw it with Capital Records, yeah, Capital Records and Halsey recently on TikTok. The, the discussion was, should an artist have to go on TikTok and create a viral moment before their song is released? But the thing is, is that it's really so much more than that. The fans want to connect with the artists. They don't just want to have to buy a ticket to connect with the artists. We're in a moment in time where social media culture allows us to be in touch with the people that we follow. They don't necessarily have to be Halsey. Everybody has a talent, everybody has a skill, and they're all demonstrating it in color on social media every single day. So when you have artists that we know, love, like, trust, love their music coming out and they're not connecting in that same way that like the nobodies are, you're just basically being forgotten, right? Because we as a culture are on social media connecting with the people who are there. So the conversation really is deeper because the conversation is, am I in front of my fans? Am I where my fans are? And if I'm not, how can I be there? And not just by throwing an ad in them, you know, at them once a year or when a single comes out. How am I connecting them every day to make them a part of my process and my story? Because if I'm not doing that, then you're not connecting at all. And you're not doing anything but wasting your money, you know, unless you're giving it to press who knows someone who knows someone. Because the only other way to do it is to hire a press agent and say, hey, I know you're connected. I need you to get this music out there to as many outlets as possible. But ultimately, listen, if you don't have that social component built out, if you don't have that fan experience to offer, then you still are wasting a lot of time and energy because you're creating content that at one time you were very passionate about. You missed that moment in describing it and talking about it and writing about it and doing videos about it and letting people know and see the process, right? You miss those moments, those important moments. You kept them all to yourself when you should have been putting them out there so that those pieces could build as part of the fan experience so that when the music actually releases, you already have the pre-saves, you already have people anticipating it. They've already had time to recognize you and know that something's coming out. And you've used all that as the content of which people get on board with you to become a super fan. Because I don't know if you know this, but you're not going to gain super fans based on your artwork. You're not going to gain super fans based on the song alone. The process is where you gain super fans. The anticipation is where you get the attention. That's where the drama happens. That's the struggle. That's where like the good moments and the bad moments happen. But unless you're in the moment and expressing yourself in the moment, people don't get that. They're not going to just absorb it from your mind and they're not going to absorb it after the fact unless you map it out. And that's what social media can bring to you and offer to you that social media ads cannot. And that's why I think that it's a waste of time to put money into social media ads unless you've already built out the fan experiences so that people already know, like, and trust you. And when they see the ad come out, 
then they already are familiar with the artist. So it makes sense to advertise to your following, but only if you have fan experiences and you feel that that social media page is blocking you from reaching people who already know, like, and trust you. Does that make sense? I think it does. And I think I explained it pretty well in this. I'm pretty happy with the way I delivered it. And as a result, my brain did not on fire. (laughs) In any case, social media is constantly changing. So the algorithms are always blocking your posts. Just remember that you have to be on there. You have to be consistent and you have to really get down to that passion. You have to do those passion triggers, right? You have to really let people know what you're feeling when you're feeling it. And don't feel silly because leaving those trail marks, leaving those pieces of content, and then like maybe gathering them all, putting them in a file and delivering them all as ways to social role. Those are things that are invaluable and you won't feel later after you've moved on from the song. So you're going to be really happy to have those. And I, as a music marketer, would be thrilled to have those moments in time as well, because that's what establishes the difference between people who we we get on board with and people that we don't. This is Jacqueline Jacks for The Daily Jacks. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys are having a great day and I'll be back again with more goodness. Don't forget to subscribe here. And if you want to check out my newsletter, delivering more tidbits, tips, facts, things going on in the music industry that you need to know, things that will make or break your career and lead you on the right path to success, go and subscribe at JacquelineJacks.Medium.com. Have a great day, you guys, and happy summer.